Hello, my friends, and welcome to the More You Know podcast. This is Noelle Ames speaking, and today I'm going to dive into my morning routine. So I'm super excited about this because if you followed me at all, my morning routine has become my little baby. But I want to start off by saying that there is hope if you are not a morning person. I don't believe that that's even a thing. I think that your body and your mind adapt to whatever you do consistently. And if you're not a morning person right now, that's just because you haven't been consistently doing things to um, you know, promote yourself to get up early in the morning. For example, going to bed at a decent time, um, maybe having a nighttime ritual that puts you to sleep, um, and then setting your alarm in the morning and actually getting up. Your body will adjust to the timing that you that you put it through, right? Like if you're getting up really consistently for, you know, a couple of weeks, like your body is going to adjust to that time schedule. Um, our bodies aren't like, they don't know the clock. We invented the clock. <laughs> the clock is something that we invented. Time is something that we invented. Don't want to get too deep into that. But like the, the idea that you're not a morning person, person is in your head is what I'm saying so give it up and if you actually want to feel better in your life and do want to um, just operate at your best I highly highly recommend developing a morning routine now I start off by saying that I was not this person right I was the person that said I'm not a morning person and I was the kid that grew up with their parents having to you know wake them up five to seven times before I had to be somewhere before I would even get out of bed and if I had the choice um, which was very seldom because I was constantly in sports and all of that jazz but if I had the choice I would sleep until noon and my morning routine was cracking a Mountain Dew and some salt and vinegar chips so I'm <laughs> not there is help right I'm not judging I'm just kind of I'm giving you the slap in the face that I needed because it's easy to just fall back on those little sayings like oh I'm not a morning person I just I'm just not it's like well I mean if you want to stay where you're at fine like use that because that works but (laughs) if you want to change and you want to feel better in your life and in your days and in your weeks and your months and operate at your best, like I would highly recommend developing a morning routine. Now, like I said, I wasn't a morning person either, so, or I thought I wasn't, and I really just wanted to find out that it wasn't essential to (laughs) being a high achiever. So when I dove into personal development books and these high achievement professionals, I was like, no, stop it. Stop saying that a morning routine is so essential. Like, I hate you guys. (laughs) Because every single book, you guys, to be honest, every single book, every single thought leader, every single, you know, motivational speaker was like morning routine, morning routine, morning routine. And then, of course, I eventually found myself the research behind it proving that a morning routine, waking up early, All this stuff that I'm about to talk about (laughs) actually works and it actually affects our lives. So um, yes, I tried to be the skeptic and find a different way, but this is, this is just not, I mean, this, these are the facts, right? Morning routine is essential to operating at your highest and best quality of who you are. So I'm going to dive into my morning routine. Another little note I want to say is that your morning routine is going to be specific to things that make you feel your best, right? So if I say something and you try it out and it doesn't work, like that's some that's telling you like your mind, your body, 
telling you that like that's just not something that resonates with you, right? Um, I want you to do things that fit for you, right? Don't go on Instagram and look up all these different girls and ha- and watch their morning routine and be like, okay, I'm going to do it exactly like her and then expect it to feel good to you, right? There might be some things in there that feel amazing. Maybe everything does. But if something doesn't, that doesn't mean you just like give up the morning routine and like morning routines aren't something that serve you. No, just adjust it a little bit. You know, I'm constantly adjusting mine. I've been developing mine for like three to four years and I finally feel like I've found this sweet spot. But again, like I'm not like closed off to the fact that maybe down the road, one of these behaviors won't feel good anymore and I'll have to adjust and add something else in. Like it's a constant evolving process. It changes with you and who you are and what your schedule looks like. If you're a parent, if you're single, if you're, you know, all these different factors come in. So just have the ultimate goal be to have a morning routine that you can maintain. That's another key point I want to put into here is I was always the person that would just go all out And so, you know, I'm that person that was like, okay, my morning routine is going to be two hours and it's going to be 17 behaviors long. And it's, you know, like, no, you don't get anything out of that if you can't do it consistently. And also if I'm trying to go through 17 behaviors, I'm probably half-assing all of them. And that again, isn't giving me anything. So I only do things that I can maintain over time and that I feel like I can be totally present with and I'm not overwhelmed by and yeah. Just simple, effective, that's what I'm about. All right, my morning routine, let's go. So I wake up in the morning, I bought myself a robe, hashtag (laughs) self-love. And so I throw my robe on first thing. The night before, I always set out my workout clothes. So those are down in my bathroom. So I throw on my robe, I go down to the bathroom. I start my skincare routine. With skincare, I've just recently started to pay a lot more attention to because what just like we care about what goes in our bodies, we should really care about what goes on our bodies. So I've switched all my products to non-toxic um, and just really paying attention to the ingredients that are in my skincare products um, as well as what they're doing to the environment and if they're sustainable for the environment. It just feels so good like to pay attention to those things, at least for me. So first thing I do is my skincare routine. It's actually really simple. It's like four steps long. <laughs> Again, I'm not trying to like pretend like I'm over here doing like a hundred steps. But just the act of doing the same thing every single day feels so good. So then I will brush my teeth. And after that, I will throw on my workout clothes. That is when I come out to the kitchen. I fill up a big glass of ice water and I chug it. Sometimes I won't put ice in this one because I just want to chug it. I want to get those eight ounces of water in first thing, wake up my body. Then I will start my celery juice. So again, another thing is with the morning routine is like as much as you can prep the night before, the better, right? Make this easy on yourself. You're just waking up. Um, You know, sometimes I'll do a few like stretches in the bathroom because I am trying to like wake my body up and say like, hey, like we're waking up. It's time to get going. Um, Anything you can do to make it like easier on yourself, do that. So I always have my celery already chopped up. 
so I know exactly how much I'm going to put into the juicer. It takes me like literally two minutes to make my juice. It takes me longer to clean the juicer. <laughs> um, my juicer that I use is linked on my Instagram. I highly recommend really doing your research on the juicer that you choose because first off, the more expensive ones, or I'm not going to say the more expensive one, but the more elaborate ones are, they kind of work against you because like I said, you have to clean your juicer every single time you use it. So if it takes you an hour to clean, you know, take apart and wash and then put back together your juicer, you're not going to juice as much because you're going to be like, well, that's a task. At least that's how it is for me. So I found one that's super easy to assemble and take apart so that I knew I could consistently do this every single day. All right, I chug the ju the celery juice. Now, if you don't know why I'm doing that, you definitely need to dive into celery juice benefits. Um, the medical medium, he is kind of like the, the guy to look to when you're looking at the benefits of celery juice. Really, they've just found out that it's not just a vegetable. It's a herb and its healing properties are insane. And drinking it on an empty stomach all by itself is what they recommend. So that's what I do. <laughs> it makes me feel so good, you guys. Like I am, I am all about, you know, trying out these things and being like really skeptical and being like, okay, does this really actually work? Does this really actually make me feel good? And it does. Like it hydrates my cells on a totally different level. It feels like I just drank 17 bottles of water. Um, but yeah, anyways, after my juice, I will um, clean it out. So I'll take it apart, put everything, I'll clean it out and then I'll put it on the drying rack. While that's drying, I will go into my little life-giving cabinet <laughs> and I'll grab all my supplements. So another thing is, when I started out this journey, I would have loved for someone to be like, take these exact supplements at this time, you know, and you can go to your doctor and maybe get them to do blood work and have them, you know, let you in on what supplements that your body needs. But all I'm going to say here is every single body needs different supplements because you're deficient in different things than the next person, right? There are some ones like omega-3 and a lot of the superfoods that, you know, everyone can take and get benefits from, but I would say your supplement regimen is very unique to you and what you're deficient in. Another one I think everyone can take is zinc. Zinc is amazing for us, especially when um, we're, you know, immune deficient, like if we want to boost our immune system. Zinc is a huge one. Um, B12 you hear a lot about, um, but I would just say like the best thing that I'm going to do for myself after I have um, our first baby is I'm going to go into my doctor have uh, her do some blood work and tell me what I'm deficient in and then find some really quality supplements to supplement with. Um, another thing I could recommend is like a multivitamin or a multimineral. I use Mary Ruth's multivitamin and multimineral. They are, you drink them and they actually taste really good. Um, so those are what I'll recommend as far as vitamins and minerals. But your supplements, again, are very unique to you and what your body needs. So do some research. Find it out. Ask your doctor. Like, makes me feel like I'm just setting the tone for my day. I'm fueling my body on a cellular level. Um, the one thing I'll add with supplements is I never really understood why, like, if you were eating really healthy, you needed to take supplements. I feel like just a few few little notes on that would be, first off, our... Um, 
our soil just isn't as nutrient rich as it used to be so our foods aren't as nutrient rich as they used to be so supplements are really important to fill in the gaps there as well as like we when you're deficient in something it's really you have to eat a lot of that food that has that vitamin or mineral in it it's almost nearly impossible to eat enough of that food to get you back to a good place but once you have um once you have supplemented i do believe that you can get back to a place of like equilibrium where you can just eat the food um and maintain that that value of whatever supplement or vitamin or mineral you're looking for but I would say in order to get you back to that place, it would take some supplementing to do that. All right, those are my notes on supplements. <laughs> so after I've taken those, um, I will, where are we at? We're taking our vitamins. Then we are, oh, we're making our pre-workout. This is the highlight of my day. And I honestly think this is the motivation that gets me to do all of those things before. Um, so I try not to drink caffeine until I've had my water, my eight ounces of water and my um, celery juice because I want those to get into my cells and my body before I just hijack it with some caffeine. So I've been using the Alani new pre-workout. I have also tagged that on Instagram. I love their products. I, yeah, really, really good taste, really good. They don't make me like, you know, get the jitters or anxiety. Like I just feel like, a, I just, it feel perfect. It feels so good. So I will mix up my pre-workout and that's when I go and sit down on my chair. And this is when I do the more like, um, you know, things in a book. So, or, you know, like the ritual practices. So I've done all of that stuff. I sit down in my chair. I have my pre-workout. I slowly sip it. I really like to just savor it. <clears throat> and so that's when I will put in my AirPods and I will do my morning meditation. I usually do 15 to 20 minutes of meditating. I use the One Giant Mind app. There are many apps out there like Headspace and Calm. Um, you can also just meditate by yourself, set a timer and do that um, with like a mantra or something. You can go on YouTube. There's tons of different meditations on YouTube. Um, yeah, the one thing I would say about meditation is just do it. Don't like worry about if you're doing it right. Don't worry about if you were thinking the entire time that you did it. Don't worry about trying to get rid of your thoughts because that's not the point. Just do it. And that's why I like having someone guiding me through it because then I don't have to have all those questions like, did I do it right? You know, like, am I doing this right? It's like, that's not the point of meditation. The point of meditation is setting aside that time and just doing it. Just do it. Just give yourself that time to be fully present. Um, and you don't need to come out of your meditation and be like, Oh, I'm enlightened. Like, that's not the point either. <laughs> I, the, what, I mean, meditation has so many different benefits. And so just doing it is going to be amazing for you. And you will start to see it show up in your life. For example, for me, like, I just feel like, I will get these moments of like my meditation working in my life where I just like don't react to something or I'm more present with my thoughts or I'm more like peaceful and I'm like, oh, like the meditation's working, you know, like it's, it's definitely working. It's not about what happens in the meditation practice. It's what's happening because of the med meditation practice in your life. So again, I would just do it. Like I love the One Giant Mind app because they take you through a 30 day, um, like introduction 
to meditation. So it's really simple and it, it just gets you to get in the routine of doing it every single day. So I'll do that first thing. Then I bought this little booklet on Etsy and it's a gratitude list book. So it's super simple, but again, I love having the book because it keeps me accountable and I can look back on what I'm grateful for in the past and what I am right now. So it literally just is Monday through Monday through uh, Sunday, and then it has five lines for each day. And so I just write down five things that I'm grateful for. That again is something that I was like, is this really working? But what that does is when we wake up, we just have a bunch of random thoughts going on, like based off of our dreams, things we thought about yesterday. Like our mind just throws jargon in there. If we don't take accountability for what's going on in our head like it will just do whatever the frick it wants and usually it will not be the best it won't be the most quality thoughts (laughs) so I think of um the gratitude list more as like choosing how I want to see the world choosing the thoughts that I want to have right because what you're thinking about I mean it has a really big impact on how you see your day the filter that you see your day through so um, when I do my meditude, <laughs> my meditude, I'm just putting them together now, my gratitude journal, I'm getting really specific and, you know, down to the detail of what makes me grateful, what I'm really grateful for in that moment. And that just allows me to go through my day way more positive, looking for things to be grateful for, looking for the good things. Like I'm, I'm serious. This is actually what it does. Um, rather than like just letting the world decide for me, like decide what I'm going to see. So that really helps. Again, I only do five things. I'm not super like I'm not writing like a hundred gratitude lists. Like, no, it's just five things every single day. Then after that, I will pull out a personal development book. Um, whatever book I'm reading in that season, I used to be very like business focused. Now I'm like, what feels good to me? Like, what do I want to learn more about? What am I interested in right now? I am preparing for my first child. So I've been reading a lot of, um, books on that. Not like the traditional ones (laughs) because I am not traditional. Um, I'm currently reading one like on conscious parenting that, um, a woman that was like, really close with Eckhart Tolle, which is another thought leader that I'm obsessed with. Um, she kind of wrote the perspective of his his ideas into parenting. So yeah, it's just been really amazing and I love it. And I will only read like a chapter or two. Again, I'm not trying to read this whole book in the morning. Like no, it's just again to get new thoughts in my mind to um, to start thinking about things that I want to think about rather than what's just going on in my mind when I wake up. So that's good. And then after that is when I've usually finished my pre-workout and I will do my workout. So I work out at home. I despise working out in a gym. Like I'm just going to be honest. I think if I found a gym that I loved and like a community that I loved in the gym, I think maybe I would change my mind. But right now, I just like working out at home. I don't like anyone looking at me. I don't like having to worry about what I'm wearing or whatever. Like I just like doing it at home. I feel so much more comfortable and I have everything that I need at home. So I use um, Beachbody On Demand and there's just a ton of different workout programs on there and I just pick the day that I need to show up for and 
I get it done. My workouts are like 30 to 40 minutes and that's that's literally my morning routine. After that, I shower and get ready for the day. Now, that seemed like a lot of things, but that all happens within like an hour or an hour and 15 minutes. Like my workout is the biggest chunk of that. Because like I said, first off, you know, my vitamins and minerals and all brushing my teeth and all that stuff takes like 10 minutes. And then as far as my gratitude journal and all that stuff, that doesn't take a long time either because, you know, I am only doing five things. I'm meditating for 10 to 20 minutes. Um, I'm reading one chapter at a time. So it's not, it seems like a lot of things, but um, they go quick. And yeah, that's my morning routine. So yes, I am waking up an hour to an hour and a half before I normally would. But again, this is, that is medicine to me. First off, I think that's self-love because actually I know that self-love because it's kind of like self-hate to sleep in and just, because then once you wake up, I feel like we're in this like serving mode of others, right? Especially when I become a mom, that's what it's going to feel like, right? I'm going to wake up and if I don't wake up early, to get that hour, hour and a half in of self-love, I'm going to wake up and be just serving other people the entire day and be like, wow, you know, I could start resenting everyone in my life. I could start resenting other people for always needing me or whatever it is. And even if you don't have a kid, like this is, this is a fact of life. You wake up and you have a job or you have, you know, a family or you have these people in your life, friends, whatever. Everyone's always needing, needing, needing things from you. And it's not their fault that you haven't given yourself the time first, right? It's not their fault. You're not, they're not the ones that set the boundaries on your life. You do that for your life. And you also decide if you're worthy of having that time. I'm getting deep, but I'm just, I'm so sick of this because We're walking around waiting for someone to love us when really we need to love us. And by doing that, that's things like this. It's being your own accountability partner and saying, hey, like you need to spend time with yourself and pour into yourself every single day for at least an hour. An hour is 2% of your day. If you can't give yourself 2% of your day, then you're literally saying to yourself, you are not worthy of my time, my effort, or my love. Like, you're not worthy of it, so I'm not going to give it to you. I'd rather sleep in. Like, if you said that to a friend, like, if you told your friend, like, or your significant other or your pet or anything that you take care of, if you said, you know what, you, I'm just, I would rather sleep in than spend an hour with you, you'd be like, well, why are we friends then? Like, why do we even hang out? Like, why are, why are we dating? You know what I mean? Like, it's so easy for us to look at this when it is another person. I want you to look at yourself as another person that you need to take care of. And that when you say these things and do these things and the actions that you take towards yourself are also just, if not more impactful than the ones you would take on someone else, right? So I always look at it like, Am I treating myself as my very best friend? Am I would my very best friend want to hang out with me still based off how I'm treating her or would she be pissed? Would she be resenting me? Would she be talking crap behind my back because I haven't been giving her any attention or time or being present with her at all? Like what would my best friend tell me? Would she be stoked at the amount of effort and love I'm giving to her if not? 
I need to adjust because I also deserve that love and attention from myself. And if I'm, like I said, if I'm not giving it to me, I can't expect anyone else to. And then I also can't expect myself to be totally stoked to give everyone else energy because I'm depleted. If I'm not giving myself that energy, nobody is. And it's not anyone's job but mine, right? I used to think this gets me so like riled up because I used to be that girl that was like looking outside of me for this love and care that I only could give myself. And it's so crazy because you run around life like like a chicken with your head cut off looking in all of these different areas for love and I have a whole different podcast on this like where do you really find happiness it's a good podcast to dive into but ultimately we we will do all these crazy things to find this happiness and this love that really like has always been us like it has always been within us to give to ourselves So a morning routine is the way that I do that and a way that I ensure that happens every single day. And then anything that I do as far as self-love throughout the day is just like a bonus, right? Like I love to go on walks with my dog. I love to lay out in the sun. I love to read more of my book. I love to make nutrient-dense meals. I like to take baths. So I said I was going to touch on my bedtime routine. Really, all that is is my skincare routine that I do in the morning, I do at night, and then I add maybe like a deeper moisturizer in there. And then I will take a bath. I love doing, I love getting like all into like different bath salts. Right now I'm using a magnesium one because it puts me to sleep and it helps so much with like pregnancy insomnia. So if you struggle sleeping, I would highly recommend using magnesium. And then I will set out my outfit for the next day as far as working out. And then I'll go to bed. That's literally it. (laughs) I like to lather myself in lotion, I guess, after my bath because that just feels good and uh, like it's getting to all of my skin and I just feel super hydrated. Um, And then, yeah, I, I used to bring like a huge thing of water up to bed. Now I try not to drink water. Um, I try to get all my water in before like 8 p.m. And I like to get all my food in before 8 p.m. Because that I have really noticed allows me to sleep. Especially being pregnant, I don't have to pee throughout the night when I do that. And um, another book that I dove into he was talking about your body also has to digest the food right that you're eating so if you're um, struggling with sleeping and you're eating super late like right before bed no wonder because your body is digesting it's awake you know part of your body is staying up to digest this food that you just ate so if you can just stop eating a couple hours before bed I like to do it like seven or eight like I just don't eat after dinner Um, that's made a huge impact on my quality of sleep So yeah, that's my bedtime routine. Other than that, we keep it simple around here. (laughs) That may seem like a lot to someone that doesn't have any of this in their morning routine or their bedtime routine. I would just tell you, encourage you to start with something small. Start with a few things. Like if it is just brushing your teeth and washing your face, that is more than enough. But be fully present with it. Do it every single day and then add something in when you feel like you can. When you feel like you can add something in that you can be consistent with, do that. Wake up five minutes earlier, five minutes earlier. Go to bed five minutes earlier, right? Okay, I hope this helps someone. I love you guys. Bye.